now tuned in to the cold hard truth. Cayman's number one hard-hitting live podcast show, where we feature some straightforward conversations on political, social, and celebrity news, and all things happening in the Cayman Islands and around the world. This show was created to give the people a voice and a means of being involved and informed without any filters. Sometimes it gets crazy, but we always keep it real. We bring you the tea. Piping hot, so grab your favorite beverage and join the conversation via WhatsApp at 324-1612. Email tips at caymanmorrowroad.com. Now, here's your host, Sandy Hill, broadcasting live from the beautiful Cayman Islands. Hold on. I think we've got Sandy. Let's do it. Big news. I have some important news for you. Interesting news. It's Blake and Darren's Spilling the Tea with Sandy. K-Man's top news headlines of the day from CMR. Okay. There she is. Good morning, Good morning, Sandy. I like the still drum. Uh, thank you. Why are you in the studio by yourself today? Because Blake is off. So it's oh. just me. Who gave yeah. him permission to take the day off? Not me. <laughs> no one no one comes to me though for permission for anything. Um we gotta, we gotta talk to the bosses about that. <laughs> yeah, right. So much time off that guy. Does he uh, ever work? Yeah. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm wonderful, thank you. 
Looking forward to the press briefing today. Yes, uh, going down at one o'clock. So you, okay. heard it, you heard it here first. Awesome. So at least yes. we know what's going. So we have a date. We have a time. Now we need to know the rest of the dates. Yeah, I'm sure that we will get um, the details in terms of a plan. Of course, you know, all plans are subject to change, in my opinion. I think, you know, when it comes to something like COVID, you've got to be open minded. Mm-hmm. And understand that, um, you know, everything has to be adjusted depending on what's happening in the real world. So, you know, if they fix a date, uh, say they say November the 22nd, for example, um, and something happens, like, did you know there's a new sub variant or subtype of the Delta variant? No. We covered this yesterday. Yeah. So they, I know this is something developing and something new. And, you know, um, so far the um, experts are saying, you know, it's, it's, it's so new that they're not really um, too concerned, but what they've learned about this pandemic is you've just got to keep an eye on these things. So yeah. um, they will be watching it to see what develops. Well, and that's all we that's all we can do at this stage. But let, let's say that this subvariant um is more dangerous than Delta, if that's possible. But it is very possible just based on, on what they're saying. So at this time, they're saying about six percent of the UK population actually has been infected by this subvariant already. Mm. Smaller pockets of the US and um one other country, which I can't remember at the at the time. But you know, if if for some reason this was to really take hold. Uh, over the next couple months, then, you know, over the next week, even or two, then that's something that could make things different. Well, yeah, I mean, I think with anything, we definitely need to just keep, you know, keep with the, the, as you're doing, obviously talking to the experts, keep with them, keep up on, because as we've learned, you know, this is the one thing that you always see, oh, well, one day it's this and one day it's that. That's like a lot of people who don't want to wear masks, who don't want to take the vaccine. That's like a lot of their case for not liking this. No one knows what's going on. It's like, yes, but the experts are yeah. keeping a close eye and they're better at tracking this than uh than Facebook. Absolutely. Okay. And there are certain things that we do know actually work. So mask wearing, that's a no-brainer now. Um, that works. The evidence is is not really something you can dispute in terms of mask wearing. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there are things that are still question marks, and I think that the experts have largely been very, very honest when they don't know something. This is what I have found anyway. They'll say, yeah, we don't know that. Um, you know, that's something that's still up for debate. But where they do know something, where the emerging evidence says it's Y, um, they're not going to tell you that it's it's X. And I think people just need to understand that n- probably no one is alive now that would have been alive during the last pandemic. Well, not maybe very few people. <laughs> A few people in Japan, because they've got the highest number of, um, you know, centurions in the world sort of thing. But, you know, most of us are not over 100 years old. Yeah. Um, So we wouldn't remember the Spanish flu pandemic, for example, and, you know, how that was in the people of the world. So, um, yeah. I mean, we're just going day to day, right? Yeah, we've got to be flexible. But, yeah, the best thing to do is obviously... Get vaccinated and get your booster if you can. I know a lot of people have been complaining about that rollout. So hopefully they're they're trying to yes. fix those flaws. And we and did pass ready. those complaints on um, to the HSA yesterday, and they mm-hmm. were they were surprised to hear 
some of the complaints um, because apparently their staff, you know, were turning people away who absolutely should not have been turned away. Well, just so. like, you know, our friend who has yeah. uh, underlying health condition who had a doctor's note too and then waited, yes. you know. And I so mean, he, the, the management well, of the HSA was shocked at that because they're like, you didn't even need a doctor's note. Well, and that's the thing is he's flying to the UK tonight to go They're They're going back to visit for the first time in whatever, two years or something over two years. Wow. And he's like, now I don't have my booster. Oh my gosh. That's so not cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Hopefully they'll get it together because you know, the, the honest truth is Aaron, um, the success or not of the reopening will definitely depend on um, agencies getting it right. So whether it's public health, the HSA, um, you know, their participation, their role in this is huge. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the government um, needs to really make them understand that the failures of, of this rollout plan of reopening of borders is largely on their shoulders. And so if they don't get it right, then, you know, we're all going to be in trouble, I'm afraid. No, it's so, got to be. You know, we're, we're here to support board. them where we can. But at the same time, um, you know, we have to be honest about what's happening. No, for sure. Yeah. They need to, they just need to be, or everyone needs to be organized uh, as much as possible. But again, it's hard when you have so many different people, you know, involved. What is it all the hands in the pot? Yeah. So communication is key. There you go. But yeah, like I can't even communicate right now. That's my job. Um, but yeah, anyway, what else is going on? Anything, any other news headlines outside of COVID? Um, there is a um, legal challenge. So the, the courts have been very busy lately, as always, really. But yeah. there is a legal challenge that is coming in relation to beach access. So um, I think that hearing begins tomorrow. So that should be quite interesting. Um, the police have a wanted man on their list that they're looking for. They were actively looking for him yesterday in Prospect. Does it look like they've had any luck? And so they've sent out the alert afterwards. I always think, why don't they ask the public's help like in advance? But anyway, uh, we knew that the helicopter was out and about in Prospect yesterday. And the community officer said something about looking for a man in blue shorts and a white shirt or something very nondescriptive, to be honest, because everybody's like, okay, I'm wearing blue shorts right now. Yeah. Um, like jean blue shorts or baby blue <laughs> Just maybe he was running so fast they didn't actually see what he was wearing. <laughs> oh, he but, was, oh, he actually ran away from them there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They saw what he was oh. wearing. They're, they're, yeah, he's he's actively he being that was his outfit. So, yeah, that was just his like what he wears every day outfit. <laughs> no, no, no prison attire yet. Um, but they <laughs> they want him in relation to a re recent shooting incident. So he's considered. Oh, armed and dangerous sort of thing. So if you if you see this man, they say his name is Charles Leonard Walton III. Uh, he lives in the Prospect area and um, he's wanted in relation to the recent uh, shooting at Cotton Club. So oh. definitely, um, you know, contact the authorities if you see him. Wonderful news. Yeah. Hopefully he gets caught. So yeah, look out for him. Um, I, I guess, know. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Well, we'll let you get on with it. And then tomorrow, yes. Blake will be back. We'll have lots to chat about after. Uh, awesome. After have you picked a year for tomorrow's song of the day? Yep. So 2010, because I recently just uh, celebrated this month as my 11 years on island. Okay. And we started our show in 2010. So we decided to go back then. 
It doesn't seem that far away, does it? But I now, know. When you say that, it's not just last year. <laughs> I know. Wouldn't that be nice? Mm-hmm. All, <laughs> All right. right. So, <clears throat> thank you so much. Yep. Thank you. Think of a Aaron, song. Have and a then, good one. Yeah, you too. We'll chat to you tomorrow, Sandy and everyone. Bye. Awesome. Bye-bye. All right, folks. So 2010, send in your selections. Um, I'm letting you guys help pick the uh, song of the day. So every Friday, as you guys know, they do kind of a throwback moment on um, KISS 106.1. And um, they give us a year and then we pick a song. So you tell me from 2010 what songs are popping off. Um, it doesn't. It really doesn't seem that long ago, to be honest. So I don't even know. Um, hmm. Who was who was the it thing in 2010? Um, I'm just having a quick look. So we had Eminem with "Love the Way You Lie." We had Bruno Mars was hot in 2010. Carrie Perry, K- Katy Perry, sorry. Um, Rihanna, of course. Um, Flo Rida, what? Usher, Enrique Iglesias, oh my gosh, can I just tell you? He's like one of my secret crushes. I love me some Enrique. Um, I have one of his albums, is it Enrique? No, wait a minute, who was married to um, Jennifer Lopez? Was that Enrique or that was somebody else? J-Lo's exes, ex, was that Enrique? I, I get confused because she has been married a few times. No, that's not Enrique, is that? Who was she married to? Help me out here, folks. Um, anybody remember who Jennifer was married to? <laughs> the last husband, the one with the kids. <clears throat> was it Enrique Iglesias? No, it was, um, oh gosh, what the heck is his name? Hold on. Jennifer Lopez, ex-husband. Uh, yeah, she's had a few. <laughs> uh, Mark Anthony. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> Confusing my Latinos. My apologies. <clears throat> so she's had <clears throat> three ex-husbands. Uh, Mark Anthony has this album. I can't remember what it's called now, but I have it in my collection of CDs. Oh my gosh, can I tell you? I am into music like big time back in the day. Um, I still enjoy a good song, but, you know, hardly have time to really delving into it. But Mark Anthony has this album. Um, I'm trying to remember what the name of it is. Um, I feel like it's probably the only Spanish English album that he's done, but it was like mostly English. And uh, it was really, really good. Um, I'm trying to find the name of it. It had a lot of awesome songs. Um, so some selections coming in, Moves Like Jagger by Maroon 5, The Way You Are by Bruno Mars, some very good selections. Ah, you know what it was? I think it was his self-titled album in 2010. No, that's not the one. It was Mended, I think. Let me look at Mended, 2002. Um, yes, that was the album that I was really into. I don't know if you guys have heard this song or not, but OMG, the entire album was really, really good. Um, so let me give you a selection of what he had on it. Uh, Love Won't Get Any Better, She Mends Me. Do you guys remember that song? Hold on now, let's play a little snippet of it. Can't play too much because Facebook will put us in Facebook jail. 
Oh my gosh, this is like the best song ever. Does anybody remember this song? Remember this? Oh my gosh, the melody. Oh. I used to be. I totally need to go back and like play that entire album today. Every single song on this album, I swore, was like the best. So there's a couple um, Spanish songs in here. I think he did like three or four Spanish songs. There was Tragedy. There was I Need You. Oh my gosh, this whole album was, do you guys remember any of this? Or am I just here having a moment all by myself? Um, here's I Need You. <clears throat> this one was like, the whole album was amazing to me. I think this is before he got, was this before he was married to Jennifer Lopez? I don't know. You see, I just imagine him being so suave. Like that might be the problem why they're no longer married. He was suave with everybody else. Yeah, so this album, check it out. If you've never heard of it before, there's another song on there called I Swear. I Reach For You. Like for me, every single tragedy, like all the songs, give me a reason. I want to be free. Oh, this album is amazing. There's one called Do You Believe in Loneliness? And then uh, Te Tengo Aquí. That was the Spanish one. Uh, he, had, he had tragedy in English and Spanish. And on the song. So another one is tragedy uh, in Spanish. And then Me Haces Falta. So he had like three Spanish songs on this album, but it was, I don't even know what else he sung other than this album, because I just absolutely loved this album. So yes, he was he was the thing back in apparently that was 2002. Released in 2001. All right, um, let me see who we've got here with us. We're having a musical moment this morning. Marshall, Alice, do you ever find that music has a way of, like, do you remember certain songs, like at certain periods of your life, like they, they're connected to your life journey? I don't know if that happens anymore, but uh, Anthony is joining us in the UK. How are things in the UK? I hear you guys are having a moment with COVID. Uh, wee Wee, good morning. Vernita, morning. Olivia's here. So I remember a song. Remember Life is a Highway? Um, that song for me is like, that was my college transition song. I don't know. That, that song would have had to have been the late 90s or mid 90s. But everywhere I went, I swear that song was overplayed on the radio. This is back in the day when they would kill a good song on the radio. And so um, whenever we would take road trips, we did a lot of camping trips, we did a lot of road trips when I was in university, that song was always on the radio. And I remember we took a trip, trip from Tampa to Tallahassee because we were going to do some um, advocacy work at the, um, at the state capitol as, as university students. And that song played so much during that trip, like it's embedded in my head as a memory in that point in time and on that trip, like I can still see um, the vehicle that we were driving and the song just constantly playing. And so that song for me is associated, it was so weird that we were taking a trip and this Life is a Highway song was in. But um, yeah, that song is embedded in my brain with that segment of my life. 
So I think that sometimes it happens, like you go through moments and, um, you know, certain songs just become embedded with like certain experiences. Do you guys remember the song by, um, oh God, I don't even know what he did. He had like a reprisal. I think he used to be way back in the day, um, really uh, popular, whatever. And then for my generation, so in your 40s, he had a rep reprisal in the mid to um, late 90s. And his song was, I'll do anything for love. What is his, what's his name again? Um, I feel like it begins with a B. Uh, meatloaf, a B, not even close. Uh, meatloaf, remember Meatloaf? This, and this was like such a weird video. And, you know, it was like, I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that. And everybody's like, well, what won't you do? Like, we were all trying to figure it out. But I absolutely loved that song. And that's another <clears throat> song for me that's like linked to certain memories, you know, like you're young and you're in love and everybody thinks that you'll do anything for love, but I won't do that. And what that is, I guess, is different for everyone. Um, so good morning to Diamond Princess. Good morning, Elizabeth. Hi, Felicia. Good morning, Richie Rich. Louis here. Uh, he says Thursdays can be tricky. Why? It's just another day in the week. Pleasant good morning to Irvlin. Chris K has got it locked in on YouTube. Lizette, how are you? Um, I haven't done the booster shot. I'm not 50 and over. But, um, and I don't really have, I think I have one, what would be considered a, a comorbidity, which is high blood pressure. And, oh, let's not forget the extra pounds. Hello. Okay, so I got to tell you guys, <clears throat> I went to see, um, <clears throat> I need to get some water this morning. <clears throat> I went to see Dr. Palmeiras yesterday because we, aka me, need to really make an effort to drop some weight. So I'm getting, I'm getting serious now. So I went to see Dr. Palmeiras. I've got my little folder all organized what her instructions of what I can um, eat and what I shouldn't eat. All the things that you know, eat as many vegetables as you want. You can eat vegetables all day long, cut back on the sugars, even natural sugars. So like fruits, limited amount and uh, eat breakfast. So I was looking at this list going, oh Lord, there's three things on the list that are going to be really, really hard for me to do. Don, let me know if you can relate to this. Don says he got his booster shot yesterday and he's doing a big shout out to the HSA staff at Lion Center. Um, Lily and Lija are both here. Jonathan is here. Um, Bedroom Bully by Shabba Ranks. Hmm, might have to look that song up. So yes, I'm looking at the list. I'm going, all right, here's my three biggest diet killers. And they're kind of big ones really, right? So number one, I don't eat breakfast. Probably 90% of the time, I do not eat breakfast. And I think that doing this morning show is actually counterintuitive. That's not really the word I'm looking for. I want to say counter something else. What's the word I'm looking for? Not counterintuitive, but counter... Hmm. The word escapes me this morning. Con counter contradictive. Is that a word? No. You can't be counter-contradictive, contradictive, whatever. In other words, this morning show kills my efforts to eat breakfast, probably worse than anything else because I really don't have the time in the morning, but I've got to somehow uh, make the time 
to have something in the morning. So I don't eat breakfast. And you know what? All the science shows that people who eat breakfast every single day are more likely to be able to maintain and manage their weight. So they cut the fast in the morning. So that's the first thing. The second thing is how much water you really supposed to be drinking. I drink nowhere near the amount of water. Like, oh my God, I really don't. Um, and then the third thing on the list that I think I'm going to have a little bit of a challenge with, but then I was thinking about it afterwards. I'm like, not why I think I, I can really do it is um, no sodas. Because y'all know I love me a Pepsi. But when I was thinking about it, I'm like, you know, I'm like a Pepsi social drinker. So, you know, those of you who like alcohol and you drink alcohol when you go out with your friends, that's how I am with Pepsi. So for me, Pepsi is like a socializing thing. Like I don't normally just sit home and have a Pepsi by myself. It sounds kind of weird, right? But like if I go out with people and they're ordering a drink and I don't drink, I don't drink alcohol. So I might say, mm, you know what? Let me have a Pepsi. So that's where I got to say, let me have some water. And it's really hard to drink water when everybody else has got some sort of drink, some sort of beverage in their hand. And here you are just sipping on your water, but I'm going to, I'm going to do my best. So Louie um, says you're going to get put in Facebook jail. <laughs> Good morning, Alice. Uh, Miss Lily says other singers in 2010, Beyonce and Lady Gaga. Um, Daisy loves Mark Anthony as well. She says this song is beautiful. I think I'm actually going to go back today and listen to the entire album. Um, is it crazy how we have such easy access to music now? So you just look up an artist or look up a song and all their stuff is on YouTube. Um, some of the songs that you can't even, like nobody buys CDs anymore. That's a thing of the past, right? So it's all these streaming services. Um, how many of you even subscribe to streaming service? I used to do, and I think it might still be part of my package, I'm not even sure. I used to do Amazon Music, I think. But to be honest, I just haven't had the time that I would have made years ago um, for music. And I do love music. Like I always used to have music on when I was like doing stuff at home or whatever. So good morning to Emma. How are you? Um, yeah, so we're trying to pick our song for tomorrow for Kiss 106 and the year is 2010. Camille is joining us. Mr. Winston is here. Anthony says things are actually good in the UK. Everyone's going on their daily lives. No one is panicking. Uh, some people decide to wear masks if they feel it's necessary, not required. Otherwise, everything else is good. Well, that's interesting, Anthony, because the numbers kind of show that the UK is having a problem. So I'm curious as to where in the UK you are. Um, and I know when you're in bigger countries, depending on where you are, um, things may not be that bad in your particular area. Or um, sometimes you might feel a little bit, you know, um, ice, uh, insulated. <clears throat> so uh, good morning, Miss Sue. She says, that's definitely true. We say this all the time. Lots of songs we think, uh, what were we doing? Yes. Um, Vernita says, all Spanish music sounds sexy to me. <laughs> I raised that with my mom playing all types of music, especially when we're cleaning the house and music therapy is good for you. Yes, I think music, there's so many ways to, to bridge um, different gaps in life. And I think music is definitely one of those. Um, all Spanish music is sexy. Well, I think it definitely depends on the Spanish music. 
Uh, yeah, but there's a lot of really, really good songs. Obviously, things have changed a lot with music. And so, you know, um, depending on what you're into, this particular, like what's popular now, may not be your cup of tea. Uh, Adele has dropped a new song. I don't know if you guys like Adele, but she has dropped a new song. All of her songs to me kind of sound very much the same. They're all very melancholy. <laughs> I'm like, I get a little bit depressed when I listen to um, <clears throat> Adele. Like, I've got to be in the uh in the right mood to listen to her <laughs> so you know she apparently just dropped a new song the album is called um 30 so she names all of her albums like what year she actually uh was working on the music so she was 30 at the time i think now she's like 31 or 32 or whatever so it took her a minute she hadn't done anything for like five or six years it was a while and i think a lot of her fans are waiting so here's the top um hit songs right now adele is on the top with easy on me um, and she, she run is on with shivers. I don't even know if I've heard that song, but I like him. I do like Ed. She runs music a lot. Um, Coldplay is on top right now. Number three spot stay with Justin Bieber. Justin's still singing. Okay. Um, I thought he'd taken a break post uh, marriage. Then we've got industry baby featuring. I don't know who these people are. Jack Harlow, Lil Nas. Um, that one I'd probably have to look up heat waves. By Glass Animals, again, no clue who these people are. Woman by Doja Cat. Who the heck is Doja Cat? Mona Lisa. And of course, now they do like a top list on Spotify. I don't have a Spotify subscription. You know, back in the day, it was always the Billboard Top 100. And I guess they're kind of still around. Um, but yeah, the music is a little bit different these days. So I'll have to go through and see what industry baby is <laughs> you know um yeah i don't know a lot of this music i'm just like yeah we'll see uh i'm trying to look at the top list to see if i even recognize some of these people so little naz and jack harlow who the heck is jack harlow i've heard of little naz um the kid so now it's so much easier for you to become a top artist I feel like uh, Drake is in the top five, according to the Billboard 100. So it's funny how they don't have, um, they don't have, uh, what's her name? They don't have Adele in the top, which is weird. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. Kind of weird. Um, so yes, music lovers, I'm here with you. I love me some good music. Don't have as much time anymore to just sit down and relax. And you know what? I love all sorts of types of music. Like back in the day, like I said, when CDs were a thing, I had, I still have my CD collection. I've got like four big folders. I think they hold like 200 CDs each and they are full of CDs and everything from classical music. I love classical music. So whenever I would study and I was like in that study mode, put on a good stream of classical music and my brain just seems to work better. I don't know what it is about listening to Beethoven and some of the, you know, top classical performers of the day way back before any of us were live, but it puts me in the mood to like really focus brain energy and what I need to be reading and whatever. Um, I love jazz. So I'm big into all sorts of different jazz, everything from like classical jazz to, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with, um, it's called, um, what's the genre of music? It's, it has a very specific, it's like a sub genre of like jazz, but it's, um, oh God, 
oh, what do they call it again? I can't even remember now. But anyway, um, back in the day, I used to love, you know, it's like lounge kind of jazz music. Um, they played it like in a lot of clubs back in the probably like 90s and stuff like that. But a whole other subsection of jazz. So yeah. Um, Richard got his booster shot yesterday. Anthony says he's in Birmingham and it's like COVID doesn't exist here. Hmm. Lily's off to get her booster today. Jonathan says the classics never die. I agree. Counterproductive. Is that the word I was looking for? Or counterintuitive? I can't even remember now, Thomas, but counterproductive sounds good. Christina, good morning. So, yes, I suppose. Uh, Mel, hey, Mel. Mel's the dog groomer. She's so much more than the dog groomer, but I think everybody looks at her and they're like, she's a dog lover and a dog groomer. She's like, I'm more than that in life, folks. <laughs> she's a professional. She has so much more going on in her life, but she loves, she loves dogs. So from one dog lover to another, you gotta, you gotta just appreciate what she does, making her dogs look cute all the time. Emma says that she got her booster shot yesterday. She feels pretty achy this morning. They're gonna spend my day with someone who one compared how I feel to how he feels is probably like having a splinter. Mm. Oh, wow. Sounds like your friend isn't feeling too well. We hope that uh, he feels better. Um, everything is relative, isn't it? Because when you think your life sucks, listen, somebody else is having a much worse life than that. So good morning. Uh, Moya says do a liquid meal, smoothie it up every morning with fruits, oats, protein, flax seeds. I got to tell you, um, I love a good smoothie for sure. And you can, I, I don't think you can drink your meals. And I've always kind of felt this way about diets. I think most physicians would understand. So there's certain reasons why a smoothie, um, I guess it depends on what you're doing, but some people would replace a meal with a smoothie, but the problem with a smoothie, especially if you've got fruits in it, is that literally goes directly into your bloodstream. Like there's no stomach, there's no fiber, there's like nothing that you're getting from it. Um, it goes directly into your bloodstream. So I think that you have to be careful, um, especially if you're like on that pre-diabetic scale or whatever, introducing a smoothie the first thing in the morning um, right into your, your um, system is probably not the best option. So, um, I think my options, Moya, in the morning that are quick and easy include an apple. So I get like two fruits a day, so I can definitely do an apple. And um, an apple. <laughs> it's going to be, breakfast is going to be hard here for me, I got to tell you. Now, if I was going to see my friends over at Bluestone Cafe every morning, they'd hook me up with an avocado smash or something super good. But um, yes, Louis, portion control is very, very important. Um, I think because I don't tend to eat breakfast, sometimes I go all day. And then by four o'clock, I'm starving, like really starving. And I call my friend, I'm like, we need to do lunch. And it's four o'clock. So it's kind of like an early dinner. And then I only end up eating that one meal of the day. So I think for me, like the timing of my meals has to be improved. Like I need to eat this. And this plan is like, you know, five to six small meals a day. So your snacks and everything mixed in. And so I'm going to really, really try to adhere to that plan. Because, yeah, then I, like, have a major meal and then that's it. Um, so, like, most days I'm doing, like, one and a half meals, like yesterday. And uh, that's probably not the best option, right? 
So yeah, when you have this crazy schedule, sometimes it's just really hard. Like I wish I had the um, option of hiring somebody like Oprah to like just cook for me. You know who we need to have back on the show? Speaking of um, someone who can help you with meal prep and bring your meals for you is Krista. Remember Krista does a meal prep program right here in the Cayman Islands and she has a menu every month and you can go through and select what you want from her menu. Thank you, Wanda. Um, it's actually <clears throat> very close to coffee shop jazz, but that's not what they call it. But you're, you're on the right, um, you're on the right, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to have a look at my albums later on. You're definitely on the right. You're in the, you're in the ballpark for sure. Um, uh, what do they call it? Um, it's very, very close to that for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's going to come to me. I'm sure of that. Kind of like a little bit like fusion jazz, but not really. There's this one group that does... Um, I tell you what's really good with music is there's a genre called, um, I think it might be like hip hop jazz. Like they'll actually take a jazz, like a hip hop song and then they jazz it up. And there's a group in particular, I'm trying to remember their name now. Um, they were amazing. I have like all of their albums. Um, I'm trying to remember their names now, but they were really, really good at this type of thing where they take, take like a traditional hip hop song and then they um, make it a jazz song. So it's like jazz and hip hop had a baby, <laughs> you know, and they combine the two. So um, I'm trying to remember the name of that group. They always did really good um, hip hop jazz songs. Ooh, I, I definitely need to pull up and dust off the music albums. Um, Anthony says your body absorbs solids better than liquids. Well, the liquids go right into your bloodstream. So there is no absor absorption in terms of like your stomach doesn't really do much. Um, and that can be a problem. So, uh, Louis says a banana or oats is my regular. Yes. I think I need to start appreciating oats for what they are. <laughs> uh, not the most tasty, but they're very good for you. You know what oats I like? Fusion jazz. You're getting so, so close, Wanda. So close. Um, you know what I like? They're, the Ritz, are they going to reopen soon? Has a coffee shop across the way. And they do overnight oats, right? And it's like oats, muesli, and they put a little bit of fruit on top, like literally just one or two raspberries or whatever, for just a little bit of flavoring. And I don't know what they put in that, but believe me when I tell you the overnight oats is amazing. And I mean, it comes in a little like cup like this and I can eat the whole thing and be completely satisfied like most of the day. So um, I can't wait till they open to be honest, because I could go for one of those right now as I'm sitting here thinking about it, I'm getting hungry. And you see, those are easy because I can pre-buy, I can buy like, you know, three of those and eat that three days in a row. And then the rest of the week kind of mix it up. Um, Al, who's our local in-house artist, says De La Soul. 
That's not who I'm thinking of, but I'm going to, I'm going to find the name for you. Charmaine says bebop jazz. Um, Jonathan says, I used to like steak and eggs in the morning, but the supermarket put a new price on meat and said, I bet you only eat eggs now. <laughs> oh my God. Jonathan, you are so funny. I think you need to look into like being a professional comedian. <laughs> that is so hilarious. Um, so oats and the CMR diet, I'm fitting clothes that I haven't worn in years. Well, let me tell you something. Um, I don't really see it, but everybody claims I have lost a few pounds in the past like five or six months. And I think what it is, is it's the election diet. So hear me out. During the election, I was really busy. And you know, when you're busy, you're moving more. <laughs> so when you move more, uh, that's good for you too. So any program, you know, get, get moving. And so I feel like I've lost weight because of the election, just being up and down and all around and, you know, um, so that's good. So Irvin says that Foster's has an overnight oat. So nobody makes it like the Ritz. I'm sorry to say. Mind you, I should try the Foster's one before I actually say that. I think I've had one at the Kamata Bay store. So I'll check it out again. But there's something that they put in theirs that is like, it's just like tastes really good. And you know, it's, it's, oats are good for you. Good morning, Larry. All right. So let's, uh, that's, that's our introductory chit chat this morning. Let us see, let's get into some news in terms of what's popping off. So as I said, the HSAs, um, the HSA, the police, the RCIPS is asking for your help in locating a gentleman that they call, uh, what's his name? Leonard, um, Charles Leonard Walton, the third. Mm. So he's wanted. Um, the police put out this photo, and I thought to myself, and I actually said this to my news group, can't they find a better photo of this man? Like the photo's like pixelated. Um, it looks horrible. Like you can't really tell um, who the dude is. It's like a small photo as well. So let me show you guys what it looks like. I think, now I don't know anything about Mr. Leonard here and what his life story has been, but I'm willing to bet if I were a betting woman, that Mr. Leonard probably has been to jail before. I'm just saying. All right. And um, is this, this looks like his mugshot, but I'm thinking, when was this? Like, do they not have decent cameras for these mugshot photos? Like, make sure they're, they're now 4K, police. <laughs> when you're booking them, take a decent 4K photo, um, you know, where the person looks good. And the other thing is start taking more than one photo. Like, you know, make sure we can see any distinguishing marks. Like does the person have a tattoo, for example? Uh, those would be useful things to know. I'm just saying when you send out a description, don't just tell us the man wearing blue shorts or whatever. Uh, so we did find one that is a little bit better, sort of. Uh, so there he is. <clears throat> okay, he's smoking a little something funny. But um, yes, because then at least in this picture, you get to see a little bit of the body. Is he slim build? Is he, you know, those things would be helpful. They didn't give any sort of a description of him in the RCIPS um, statement. We don't have any, any clue what his height is. We don't know if he's slim, chunky, uh, like nothing. We just got a photo and it was like, okay, he's 24 years old. 
This is his name, and he's wanted in relation to firearm incident. Uh, okay. So um, they do say that Mr. Walton is wanted by the police for firearm offenses and is known to be aggressive. He's believed to be armed and dangerous, and police are advising the public that he should not be approached by members of the public, but instead they should simply call 911 if you see him. They're also encouraging him to turn himself in. Only 24 years old. So, young man, um, you know, call the RCIPS and uh, go turn yourself in because you never know how this could end. And this is always my fear is that, um, you know, you, you want to get one up on the police and they're not really playing around these days and somebody gets trigger happy and you end up losing your life. And I'm sure when you're probably, if you make it to 50, um, you're probably, you know, uh, going to be regretting that. Well, if you lose your life, you, I suppose you wouldn't have any regrets <laughs> because you're going to be dead, but you know what I mean? Uh, those around you would be regretting it. Um, so yes, he's been in trouble before. He's been uh, convicted of wounding with intent back in 2019, um, but not guilty of assault. So he had some kind of fight at the annual Badabanu Street Festival, and he was involved in that with two friends or something. So 2019, is that when this photo is from? Because my God, we had cameras, phone cameras that could have taken a better picture than this in 2019. Mm -mm -mm. Wow. So the jury heard that one of the three men punched the vendor in the face while another retrieved a nice knife from the waist of his trousers. The vendor's nephew who intervened was stabbed during the incident which lasted only a few seconds. Walton was also stabbed but managed to leave the area. He later collapsed outside the library a short distance away. Wow, young man, you are living life on the dangerous side. Um, what a mess. So in case you haven't heard, um, there is a press briefing today at 1 p.m. Um, make sure that you guys are locked in for that. So we have it up on our Facebook page. Uh, uh oh, somebody woke up to two cars being broken into. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's another break in situation this morning. All right. Um, hmm. Okay, so, uh, yes, young man, Mr. Charles, what's his name? Uh, Charles Leonard Walton III. If you want to end up having a Charles Leonard Walton IV, um, turn yourself into the police, young man. Whatever you've done, you know, you got to pay the piper, but don't run from it. Just face it up. Face it like a man. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, thank you, um... Uh, Sue says, yes, we like your top today. This actually is a dress, believe it or not. It's like a full dress. Um, so yes, kind of my uh, zebra look. Louis, 
Oats is the perfect food. My breakfast every morning mixed with fruits, almond milk, and made from raw almonds. Uh, Al, I might have to hit you up to bring me some food. Um, <laughs> Debbie, you are so wrong. Debbie says, isn't that Snoop Dogg? <laughs> Woo! Girl, you are so funny. Louie um, says, you're funny, but he does look a little bit like him. Yes, press conference at 1 o'clock today. Let me look at this picture again. Does he really look like Snoop Dogg? A little bit in this picture, only because Snoop Dogg is always high and he's always smoking. And he does have like dreads or whatever as well, right? So I guess a little bit. And he has some facial hair like Snoop Dogg. Uh, I guess maybe on a bad day when you're not quite seeing straight, you've had a few drinks, you could look like Snoop Dogg. Like you've hit the Hennessy bottle and you're like, mm, seeing things a little bit blurry. He might look like Snoop Dogg. Um, so yes, press conference is on at one o'clock. We're all excited about that. At 10 o'clock this morning, we should be going to the port because they're going to be um, loading up the um, boats. I thought that, I don't know why I thought that the boats were in route already, but anyway, we're going to go by the port and see exactly what's going on. Um, so you guys know, uh, we're going to put up a story about this earlier. But you do realize that um, there is going to be a shortage this Christmas of probably anything that's on your Christmas list. So did you see the video? We actually put it up on our, I think it's Facebook page, where there are ships lined up off the coast of, I think it was California. The ships are lined up for days. Um, and they are actually just waiting to come in like ton, like a hundred plus ships. And so there's a whole issue with um, shortages around the world. So coming straight out of China for months, the local experts, so Ms. Irma has been talking about this forever. She's over there at Miracle Brokers. Now, you know, she's a logistics expert. So she has to keep an eye on every single thing that happens in the industry. And she was saying, this is going to be a very interesting next couple months because there are going to be a lot of chain supply issues and that uh, chain supply delays. So that includes um, anything that's on your Christmas list. So China is having issues getting stuff out. And from there, the rest of the world just tends to break down. So I wonder if you saw this video. Let me see if I can pull it down for you because it's super, super interesting what is actually happening. So what I decided, I know this sounds a little bit crazy, but I decided I'm not going to worry about Christmas this year. Honestly, I'm not going to stress about it. Um, you know, you, you always have stuff, especially when you have kids that you want to get them for Christmas. And what I did with my daughter is for um, her birthday, I had brought in a couple of things for her birthday. And so I'm thinking now that um, I will actually, because I didn't give her everything for her birthday. So I brought in a few things. I was like, oh, I'm going to hold on to some of this stuff. Now I'm thinking, well, thank God I did that. Like, first of all, I didn't want her to have like too many things for her birthday because, you know, kids get overwhelmed. Like you give them 10 presents for Christmas. Do they really need 10 presents for Christmas? 
half the time they're just like ripping stuff open and then they go to the next thing and then they don't even know what to play with. They're like, I like this bluey toy, but then I also like, you know, pepper pig and I don't know. So um, don't give them too many choices. <laughs> like two things tops. So um, yes, I uh, held on to a few things from the birthday. And so what I'm gonna now do is convert those into Christmas presents. And trust me, she's not gonna know. She's only five years old. So she's gonna be like, oh my gosh, another Bluey toy, I love it. She's into the, this little character called Bluey. I don't know if any parents know about Bluey. But Bluey is a girl. I always want to call Bluey a boy. I'm like, oh, what's Bluey the little boy doing? She's like, mommy, Bluey's a girl. And I'm like, oh, he is? <laughs> so, um, yes, Bluey's a girl. So it's Bluey, and the sister's name is, oh, gosh, I always forget the two. It's like a little mommy and daddy. They're dogs, funny enough. And um, actually, they're so cute. Cute little family. Um, but you know, Bluey kind of looks like a boy, to be honest. I mean, he is a girl, but who names a girl Bluey? Anyway, Bluey and Bingo. So Bingo is his sister's name, or his sister, her sister's name. So anyway, she's really into the Bluey characters at the moment. Here's what they look like in case you're just wondering. Bluey and Bingo, this is the little family. And they got mom and dad. So the little, one girl looks like mom, one girl looks like dad, super cute. And uh, she's like really into them. So she likes the show. And uh, yeah, so we got her a bluey house for her birthday. No, I felt like that was after the birthday. But anyway, she's so excited to get the whole house and the little characters and whatever. So yeah, so she's going to get gifts that we already have hidden away for Christmas. And then for myself, I'm not even feeling like really picky this year. I've got a couple house projects, so... I'll count that as my own Christmas present. I just get it done. Um, Jerome, good morning. Just asking, is it only PCR tests arrive in Cayman? So we're waiting on, I don't know if the rapid flow tests are here yet. They may be on the way. Uh, there's quite a few people that will have them available. So for example, Total Health, which is one of our um, professional partners here at CMR, they do have rapid flow tests that are coming. So I'm hoping that that's not one of the items that will be delayed because, sure. you know, everything else is kind of being delayed. Uh, someone is sending me, I got to tell you guys about this mask wearing thing. We're going to talk about this here in a second as well. Um, so Miss Lily says, you also need to get your travel certificate approved to be able to enter. Oh, thank you, Miss Celine. How are you? Um... PCR as well as the other authorized authorizations from travel time. Yeah, so if you have any questions about what you need to do, make sure. Travel time, you got it together yet? Contact travel time. They have a, a website that will assist you. Now, speaking of travel time, um, Sue says it's so scary to see all those containers out there, even food shortages, and the prices are going up. <clears throat> By the way, let me say this. Um, yes, the prices of everything is going up because even the price of a container from China has at least doubled since before the pandemic. So hear me out, right? When you bring a container, like just even if you want to just buy an empty container, right? That container is going to be like $3,000. 
That was pre-COVID. Now that same container to get it from China is $9,000. That's like three times the price. So when y'all sitting back complaining and blaming Foster's uh, because your groceries are going up, you don't understand how the chain supply works. And I wish Woody would come on the program one morning and perhaps along with Miss Irma and some other businesses in that field, kind of break it down a little bit for us. Because, um, you know, we, we need to understand how this works. And as a country that imports literally everything, um, we need to, um, oh, this is so interesting. Uh, you want to make sure, let me just tell somebody, they want to make sure they listen to the show. Hmm. Life is so interesting. So, um, yes, everything is increasing because you increase the cost of shipping when you're an import country and honey child, everything is going to go up. It just is what it is. I don't know. I don't know what's next. Um, it's pretty crazy out there though. So start growing stuff in your backyard. Well, that's an option for some of us. I got my little tomatoes and stuff, but I can't survive off of just tomatoes that my garden produces, you know? So we all have to grocery shop and everything, everything is being impacted by the chain supply. Um, <clears throat> Carol says, will it hurt us not to have such a consumer led Christmas? I'm not religious, but the amount of things that people buy is ridiculous and the food wastage. So Carol, I feel you up to point. Um, I think that we don't need to go overboard. Uh, most of us are financially, you know, we need to pull in the purse strings a little bit and tighten it up. But in addition to that, you know, there's, there is so much wastage, I think all over the world. There was um, an article yesterday, which I meant to, I pulled it up on my thing, like I, I need to read it, about how um, climate change is impacting the quality of human life, our lives, in a very negative way. And it's like a 360 impact. It's impacting us, our health, all the way around. So I thought it was very, very interesting that that came out um, in the news. Oh gosh, I need to update my, um, for some reason I was just thinking, I need to give out some certificates, Burger King Popeyes, but these expired. I need to go and get these updated. I was just thinking about the poor people who might not have any lunch today. I can give you a Popeyes gift certificate, but I need to get these updated. Dallas, Senor Dallas, um, I'm gonna message you to see if I can get these replaced. All right. So, yes, so that's the thing. Um, I, I, I feel you. Uh, food wastage. Boy, my Christmas dinner doesn't go to waste, Carol. Maybe you need to come over to my house. <laughs> we need to consolidate. Um, but I love, you know, we all have our thing uh, when it comes to holidays. And for me, I really do enjoy a good Christmas dinner with all the trimmings and it just brings back childhood memories. The one thing I really loved about Aunt Lottie, and she was a, she was a very interesting person, sometimes difficult to love in the moment, but you knew that she always meant well. 
But one thing I loved about her from day one was her cooking child. Oh, she was the best. Oh my God. No one made liver. I don't even like onions. So I would push those aside. But seriously, when she cooked liver, I didn't know liver could taste so good. I'm just like, this is so delicious. So Christmas dinners by my aunt, which I grew up with, were just like, well, of course, Americans. So we had to do Thanksgiving first. And then a month later, we were doing Christmas, which is a little bit of like a repeat, but still. Amazing, delicious. And can I tell you, the day after, the turkey tastes better the day after. The ham tastes better the day after. And then she would make like these ham sandwiches. <gasps> they were the best ham sandwiches the day after. Oh my God. And then, you know, nothing went to waste with her really. So she would make like soup from like the turkey and whatever after. Oh Lord, Carol. So for me, eating has so many fond memories around the holidays that I don't know about if I can really like cut back on my Christmas dinner. I can cut back on the gifts. Like I don't really necessarily need anything. And I think that, yes, um, I agree with Tracy that um, what we could do is we could just gift, like, you know, help, help people out. But I feel like, you know, here at CMR, that's, we, we do that all the time. So it's not just um, because of the holidays. People don't have bills just at Christmas. <laughs> Trust me, just last week, um, you know, I assisted a young mom. I put out a public request. And unfortunately, I only had one person step up and say, yeah, you know, they would give $100. But we wanted to at least pay some of her rent so that she doesn't get evicted. So I had to dig into my own pocket and find a couple, couple hundred dollars there to help her pay her rent, you know. And um, listen, we all got bills and we all have things that we want to do. So um, it's always a sacrifice, but sometimes you do have to know that there are other people in a worse situation than you are. And so, yes, help them where you can. Um, so Miss Brenda is saying a traditional Cayman in Christmas. Well, you know, we have our 10th, is this the 10th anniversary, I feel like, of um, Cayman Thanksgiving? So I think this year for Cayman Thanksgiving, which is December the 1st, if I'm not wrong, we should do something a little bit special for that as well. But yeah, absolutely. I think we need to um, bring back some of those old uh, things that we used to do, which it wasn't really centered around uh, gifts and stuff either. So yeah. What do you guys want for Christmas? I feel that as you get older, you want less. Well, for me, um, maybe, maybe they're bigger ticket items sometimes, but it's like less, like I don't need a bunch of stuff. So even like one little thing is awesome. So, um, my husband, is very, um, he's like the more frugal person in the household for sure. And so I think he's rubbed off on me with certain things. Like you don't have to have, you know, he's, he's a very simple guy. Like he's not into jewelry. He's not like into anything other than maybe technology. Um, so yeah, you know, he's like, eh. you know, for his birthday, you don't have to, he wouldn't be insulted if you didn't buy him anything but a little card, you know? And now that we have our daughter, oh my gosh, if she writes him a little card, you know, she's learning how to write now and everything. And she just puts, love dada. Okay, that's all he needs. He's like over the moon happy. 
Uh, Rachel reminds us about the farmer's market. Absolutely. Um, you can load up in fresh fruits and vegetables. Um, I wish somebody would really revitalize the farmer's market. I think so much more could be done with that. I look at it every time I go there and I just like, oh, we need to do more. The people who are in charge of the farmer's market don't really have the freshest and new ideas because they're all kind of old. Um, I think we need to inject some vigor and usefulness into farming. Um, don't forget, I've got my um, flora and fauna book here that we're going to be doing some coverage on that as well. So Alice says the salary should increase with all costs of living. Well, listen, a little birdie told me. Um, now, I know some of y'all love to hate on Woody Foster and the, the Foster group in terms of like the grocery store and stuff. Oh, they don't want to hire Cayman is this and that. And it's not true. Um, in fact, they have, they're, they're one of the largest employers in Cayman because they employ, I probably, I think probably close to a thousand people on this island. And um, they have quietly, and I'm sure Woody probably doesn't even want anybody to know this, but they have quietly and, you know, they have staff that I know, they have quietly given um, staff, their hourly staff, a pay increase, a cost of living pay increase. And this just dropped yesterday. I thought to myself, wow, that's fantastic because the ESO hasn't come out with anything in terms of cost of living as yet. But um, we all know that the cost of living has gone up. <laughs> Nobody needs to tell you that. Speaking of the ESO, the census is here, folks. After the census, I'm gonna play this, um, the chain supply video. But I hear some people kicking back about, oh, they don't want to do the census, this and that. Well, you can't complain when we don't have good road infrastructure, when the government doesn't have a clue how many people live in a district, if they need, you know, um, district-wide health services, all these things. The census is super important. I want every single one of you to take the time. I did mine on Sunday. I sat down, the lady came knocking at my door Sunday afternoon. And um, she said, you know, she's from the census. She showed me her ID and everything. I said, all right. And I said, well, how long is this going to take? She said, oh, about 20 minutes, because I do ask you a few questions. And I said, OK. Um, and I thought, well, I'm not going to stand up in the door for 20 minutes, because first of all, those yucky flies will come in my house. So I said, are you vaccinated? And she said, yes. I said, OK, then you can come inside. And you can sit at the dining room table. And then we can go through it. So um, complete the census, folks. Very, very important. Beginning the 10th of October, residents across the Cayman Islands will be invited to participate in the 2021 census. What is the census? Simply put, the census is a headcount of every person living in the Cayman Islands. The population count and data are protected and authorized by the Statistics Act. The information is confidential and cannot be shared with any law enforcement agencies. Your response helps guide business, social, and economic planning for the future of our islands. The 2021 Census will inform decisions on how millions of dollars are allocated for roads, schools, hospitals and healthcare clinics, fire, emergency response services, and other programs. Census enumerators will visit your household Ask a few questions like, how many people live in your house, including their age and sex? Every person counts, no matter who you are or where you live. So have your say in the 2021 census. So I'm sitting here reading some of your comments. Miss Brenda says that when you ask people what they need, 
they'll tell you an iPad or an iPhone 12. That's been my experience. The sector uh, be offended when you offer food or other essentials. Child, please, an iPad is not a need by most people unless your job requires it. And if your job requires it, they should either provide it for you or you should be able to afford it. So anybody who's who's in need and tells you that they need an iPad, child, give them a gift certificate to Foster's. Um, so Louis says, since you asked what I want for Christmas, I'd like a small plane. Woo! Ah, Louis, get out of here. Wee wee, you did your census yesterday. Congratulations. Um, so Louis needs a small plane. Cha, no. Flashpoint joining us on Facebook. Um, oh, yes, we're going to talk about the UK and the pandemic here in a second. Uh, Miss Brenda did hers yesterday as well. Listen, it takes time for the census people to get to each household, you know, and um, they all have a small list and then they have people who oversee and you know, just just help them out. I mean, really and truly. All right, let's have a look at this video. Um, I gotta apologize for the quality of this. I just grabbed this, like I was watching TV and it came on the news uh, day before yesterday. And I was like, oh my God, I need to share this with everybody because this is so crazy about the chain supply issues, right? But have a look at this. Alone at the ports of LA and Long Beach, our Martha Raddatz showing us right here in recent days what the bottleneck looks like up close. There are more than 60 container ships anchored here. Normally, there wouldn't be any. And these are the ones we can see. Out beyond here, there are dozens more waiting to anchor. Now, Union Pacific Railroad joining those ports running 24-7. On Monday, the American Apparel and Footwear Association called on the president to incentivize the use of the National Guard and or utilize naval ports to help unlock port congestion. Our Cecilia Vega pressing the White House. Are those options? I'm not here to take options off the table, but I would say we have made a great deal of progress already. The consequences of the supply chain chaos hitting nearly every industry, even schools. It's impacting everything from uh, food items and non-food items, such as serving trays and plastic wear. The schools are really scrambling to get those kind of items. Rebecca Jarvis with us now. Rebecca, when you see those ships still out at sea, you really get it. And I know people at home are asking, really what everyone is asking, how long is this going to last? And the bottom line here, David, is that these problems aren't going away anytime soon. They're forecast to last into next year. And I spoke to a small business owner today who told me the merchandise she expected to have on her shelves for Christmas isn't even coming until February. David? Rebecca, I know you're going to stay on this for us. Thank you. Overseas. All right, folks. So that's crazy, right? All those ships are off there off of, I think it was Long Beach, California, but off the coast of California, waiting to dock. Um, and they're basically saying what you can get. So there are stores and uh, businesses there in the US who, whatever they ordered for Christmas, like their Christmas shipment, they're going to get for Valentine's Day, essentially. Um, so yeah, you know, we're going to just have to make do with what we have this year. Um, there's a lot of like specific items that sometimes uh, you want uh, for Christmas and listen, these are COVID times, y'all. Just be flexible. Um, I see some of you talking about Miss Wanda, your favorite Christmas uh, memories with your grandmother and mother making fruitcakes, cleaning the yard and putting sand down and people going around caroling. Well, I hope that we can have caroling this year. That'd be beautiful. Um, 
Farmer's Market is really expensive. More than Foster's Food Fair, 12 medium-sized plantains yesterday at Kimana Bay was $12, says Juanita. Mm. At Lewis, wants to know about Cayman Airways. I'll send that to um, the Cayman Airways folks. I think what it could be, Lewis, we talked about this last week, is in um, La Saiba, they actually um, have downgraded the airport, like the level of the planes that they can bring in. So that downgrade means that the MAX, um, which is the seven, what is it, 787, what the heck are they calling it now? The 787-8 or whatever, that plane um, can't fly in because the airport has been downgraded. So last week to try to accommodate people that were literally sitting on a plane as it happened, because Honduras, La Saiba um, International Airport, whatever the heck it's called, gave no notice whatsoever that this was happening. Who does that? Who, who, who downgrades an airport? Uh, this was October 14th, so this was last week, a week from today. Um, who downgrades an airport and doesn't even tell the airlines or anybody beforehand? But that's what they did. So literally, there are people here in Grand Cayman sitting on the 787-8, trying to go to Honduras, and then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, we can't land in Honduras, we can't land in La Saiba Airport. It's La Saiba Golos, Goloson International Airport because they had made this change from, I think it was a category seven to six. And I thought, wow, that is so crazy. But anyway, that's Honduras, I guess, for you. So um, Cayman Airways had to then make adjustments. So the Golestone International Airport in La Saiba, Honduras has issued an official notification to airmen uh, with no prior notice, effectively downgrading the airport's operational capabilities to category six with immediate and permanent effect, resulting in Cayman Airways not being able to operate its Boeing 737-8 jet aircraft into that airport. And so on that day, they accommodated the staff um, Can I, um, my apologies, did I say that the press briefing was today at one o'clock? I'm sorry, it's tomorrow at one o'clock. I think, let me double check. Let me just double check my, um, I think I accidentally said today at one o'clock. It's tomorrow at one o'clock. It should be scheduled correctly on Facebook. I think somebody's okay. just telling me. Yeah, oops, 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 oops. Tomorrow. Let me just go. I accidentally said today. It's actually tomorrow. I'm feeling, I think I was thinking in my head earlier that it's already. Um, so no, the press briefing is Friday. Today's Thursday, right? Yes. It's tomorrow at one o'clock. So we got today. Let me see when we've, yeah, I've got it scheduled correctly on the Facebook, um, on Facebook. And I think I made a misspeak this morning when I said tomorrow, it's actually, um, I'm going to send this to Aaron. When I said today, it's actually tomorrow. Yeah? So I'm going to just screen grab this. Look at how easy the screen grab feature is. And I'm going to tell her it's actually tomorrow at 1 o'clock. There we go. I'm going to copy and paste that to Sharon, to uh, Aaron right now. Let me see here. Aaron, 
Brady. It's tomorrow. Uh, someone said I accidentally said today on your show. Sorry, tomorrow at one o'clock. Thank you for all of you who are listening so intently that you're like, Sandy, did you just say tomorrow? Um, hmm. Okay, so um, let me just see here. Okay. All right. Uh, November. We're still in the month of October. Okay. Mm -hmm. So press briefing tomorrow at nine o'clock. At, no, no, at one o'clock. Good. Okay. Crystal clear as mud. Yes. So, um, yes, Mr. Lewis, I think that that's what's going on is, um, that, uh, no, it was all, it was, um, they hadn't officially said today at all. We had said that we'd heard that it was going to be today and then it, it was, it's for tomorrow is official. Um, <laughs> Elizabeth says Spaniards always make, uh, making people life harder. I'm not sure if it has anything to do with them being Spaniards, <laughs> but um, I just think that the way that they operate that country is a little bit different than what we expect. So yeah, so they've downgraded the airport. The Max can't go in. Like I said last week, they accommodated it by taking the Saab in, but I don't know that they can do that every week because basically what they have to do is they have to double up on the trip. So the Saab has to go twice, which as you can imagine, the fuel cost of that probably doesn't make any sense. Um, and it is what it is. So listen, this still isn't the time to be gallivanting and traveling all over the world. If you, oops, if you don't have to, right. That's, that's my take on it. Uh, stay put because you might get stuck in all sorts of different places. So let's talk about mask wearing. So some of you are dead set against wearing a mask, although um, the government regulation say that you should mask wearing has returned. Most companies now, as you, before you even enter the door, they have up their sign, mandatory mask required. And a lot of them are not even accepting shields because shields don't offer you anywhere near the amount of protection that you should be getting. So here's the thing. Um, you need to understand that you cannot just decide whether you want to wear a mask or not, because this is now a public health, highly transmissible uh, virus that is out there. So ironically, on Sunday, um, someone sent me a video, and I'm going to show you the video, of a particular business owner who was in another business refusing to wear a mask. Now watch the video and tell me what you think. Oh, yeah. Take the picture, yeah. And Subway, no mask. Whatever. Being served by Subway. All right. All right, so they were in a Subway. Let me play it again. Oh, yeah. Take the picture, yeah. And Subway, no mask. Yeah, whatever. Being served by Subway. 
So this kind of reminds me of the smoking thing, right? Remember when the smoking law was passed and you couldn't smoke in public places, et cetera, et cetera. And I don't know what it is about smokers, but they still wanted to push the envelope and um, smoke with within the zone. And you're, you're like, what are you doing? What I found is that the establishments who were legally responsible for enforcing it, because it's their establishment, we're scared to do so. Like the staff were like, oh, well, we can't tell them there's this 10 foot rule. Um, and I said, well, if you don't tell them, I'm gonna tell them. And I would always have this issue at the little coffee shop in town because the tourists would come, stand up right by the door and start smoking. I'm like, you can't smoke here. And on more than one occasion, I would show them the sign that was right there. I'm like, excuse me, you see that sign? It's a 10 foot rule. You're standing right by the door. That's not 10 feet. You need to move away from the door um, with your smoking, right? And when they would go and sit, when they had the little uh, like benches on the side where you could sit and have your coffee or lunch or whatever, they'd be sitting there doing the exact same thing, smoking. And the sign is like right in the window at Cafe del Sol when it was in town. I was like, uh, I'm sure you see that sign. And listen, when it comes to smoking, because that's, you know, I'm being impacted by your secondhand smoke. I would tell you, you just need to stop smoking. So, um... I feel like the mask wearing thing is a little bit like that. The store employee, I'm sure that Subway has it on the door that you have to wear a mask. And if someone walks in the door without a mask on, it should be the employees of that organization that should say, sir, you need to leave without your mask. Now, here's the interesting thing about this. What I'm told is uh, this person, that video was from Sunday. We hadn't posted it up yet, but we're going to post it today because look at how life has such an interesting way of coming back full circle. So this note that came with that on Sunday said, Smoothie King owner, no mask, nothing, acting stupid because I simply asked him to back up. They, subway workers, serve them. But, but if I, a simple little black boy, they want to tell me I got to have a mask on, hypocrites. Well, I would hope that uh, they'd be asking everyone to mask up. And this was Anderson Square location on Sunday morning right? At 6.41 a.m. They open at 6.41 a.m. in the morning? Or is, is that one of the 24-hour ones? Anyway, Subway's got it going on at 6.41 apparently on a Sunday morning. This was popping off. Now, listen to how interesting, like I said, I had not even posted this video yet, but someone just sent me a message, 7.35 a.m. and said, saw something interesting this morning. Stopped at Smoothie King. And now when I saw that, I'm like, Smoothie King? Where do I know that name from recently? Same name, huh. stopped at Smoothie King in West Bay Road. None of the employees had on a mask. And I asked, y'all not wearing masks? The response was, no, sir, no mask. I thought about taking a picture, but then thought, I just alert Sandy, she'll sort it out. So I'm guessing that this guy who owns Smoothie King is um, of the opinion that you don't have to wear a mask, but correct me if I'm wrong, is that not a government regulation? In other words, you don't have a choice. Did we not just bring that back in? Mask mandates the other day when the regulations were changed? So how can you go? And I don't go to Smoothie King, so I don't know. But um, let me just back up here. When was it that the government just put these things back in place a couple weeks back? So this company um, is 
deciding that they're not going to wear mask. Why again? Their, their owner doesn't believe in mask wearing. Well, if the government says you got to do it, then you got to do it. Right? Mm. I'm confused. Somebody help me out here. Uh, what are the new regulations? Wearing a mask, I'm pretty sure is on the list. Hold on now. Let me try and find the regulations, y'all, because um, who's going to do something about this is the only question that I have. Is the government going to go to Smoothie King and say, excuse me, um, did you not know about the mask mandate? When when was this mandate? Let me just message some of my people I know listening. Um, uh-huh. I mean, seriously, this this is quite concerning. I mean, I'm looking at the at the government web, website. 22 hours ago, they said, let me show you guys this for clarity. It says, wearing your mask, one of the most important things to remember is, and they give you a whole lot of information about mask wearing. So... Uh-huh. Um, I'm pretty sure it's been mandated by the government. Let me try to find it. Um, let me see here. Mm-hmm. Mm. So they have a whole page dedicated to wearing a mask. How do I wear a mask? Should I wear a mask? What are the shortage of masks mean? By the way, when it comes to shortages, stack up on your mask, folks. I'm ordering them by the box load. Um, so all of these options are here because I'm sure that the government has mandated this. Here we go. As of the as of September 24th. Anyone over the age of five must wear a mask or cloth mask covering in a public place, including an educational institution, if you're unable to do so, um, or do not maintain a distance of six feet from every other person. So my question is, if you don't do it, since it's mandated, what is going to be the repercussions? Well, enforcement, who, who enforces the regulations? Police? Um, Y'all need to go and pay Smoothie King a visit. I don't go there, so I'm not a customer. And if I were a customer and I went in there and saw nobody wearing a mask, I would not, um, I thought it was mandated if the six feet distancing rule can't be maintained. I don't think it's an if. I think that it says, um, it says, if you're unable to or do not maintain a distance of six feet from each person. So I don't think it's contingent on the six feet. I think that it is um, 
it's it's a mandate, you know. So you should wear your mask. Uh, Smoothie King, get it together. Y'all are obviously breaching the law. Who who cares about this kind of stuff? Is it the police? Oh, thank you. Rachel has posted it in the comments. Let's have a look here. All right. So um, Rachel says not the anti-maskers here too. The anti-vaxxers are bad enough. Speaking of the anti-vaxxers, hold on. Uh, we're going to play a video from what I think has got to be the craziest anti-vaxxer in Cayman yet. Craziness. Um, they're humans just like you. I'm not sure what that comment is about. John says you should learn to respect. Number, number one, you can't generalize. Number two, stop being ignorant. Spanish or Spaniards are people from Spain. Hispanic is a term uh, to mention the marvelous people of Latin America. Yes, John, set them straight. No mask, no service. Well, you shouldn't be able to, if you're a public business, you shouldn't be able to open without making sure that your employees have masks. So can someone explain to me, does anyone know this guy? I don't know who he is. Oh, yeah. Take the picture. Gentlemen. Yeah. Hey, Subway, no mask. Yeah. Whatever. Being served by Subway. All right. So Flashpoint makes the point that he was in Foster's behind a woman who refused to wear her mask. Then how did she get in the door? Because I'm telling you, those security guards at the front door, not only do they make you wear masks in Foster's, but you have to sanitize your hands as well. Um, and listen, this is real, folks. We're trying to contain any potential spread of, um, of this, you know, disease because... Um, We've already had grocery store workers who tested positive. We've had people at Dairy Queen who tested positive. Uh, I guess next we'll be hearing about subway people testing positive. I've even heard of people at um, Lee's Office Supplies, Office Supply Store, testing positive. And they were at work on Saturday. And then Sunday they started feeling sick, which means by Sunday, they, by Saturday, they're probably already contagious. You know, you've got to do what you can to mitigate the risk. Oh, yes, there is a language warning about the next video. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who this guy is, but it's so ironic that now I've got two very separate complaints about the same organization. Um, Flashpoint, when you said that, I had to chuckle because inside my brain, I was just thinking for a second. Oh, was that Izzy at the grocery store? Because that was why she can't wear a mask. She can't wear a mask because um, she'll pass out, is what she said. I've seen little children wear a mask. And there's some people who wear masks all day long, and I don't see them passing out. Okay, she can't even wear a face shield because that, that gets fogged up. It's like these people have an excuse for everything under the sun. Are you kidding me? Um, Sarah says smoothie factory is better anyway. I don't know where any of these smoothie places are. <laughs> um, uh, yes. Thank you, Rachel, for the reminder. 
So who do we report these breaches to? Is it the RCIPS? All right, we'll send them a message this morning to pay a visit to Smoothie King. I can't imagine that the employees are being told um, not to wear a mask, but apparently if nobody's wearing a mask there, that must be the case. All right, let me just see here now. Mm-hmm. No, you can't. Um... You cannot operate in a country where you have um, certain laws and then um, you just ignore them because you don't want to. This keyboard is so much quieter than the other one. I don't know if you guys have noticed or not, but it's just really quiet. So, um, John, thank you. Uh, Miss Brenda says boycott their business. Well, I don't go there anyway. So uh, me boycotting it probably isn't going to do anything. Um, some people think that they're above the law. Yeah, this is my thing. Mask mandates are back and it's something to protect the community. Uh, this other person who messaged this morning says, well, no more Smoothie King for them. Um, you know, there are other smoothie options, folks. There's a few other places, even at the farmer's market, you've got smoothie options. Um, so don't go without your smoothie if you really enjoy a good smoothie. But those um, companies who refuse to adhere to the rules of this country, uh, I mean, do they have six foot distancing in place? Like, it makes me wonder. I'm kind of curious. Maybe I need to just drive by there and see what's going on with Smoothie King. Do they only have the one location on West Bay Road? But yeah, you don't you don't get to choose. Oh, I'm going to be in business, but during a pandemic, I'm going to ignore all of the regulations and mandates that are in place. That's just not how it works. Health inspectors? Is this a health inspector situation? Like, what is this? So Jonathan says, I think it's a little ridiculous to walk into a restaurant with a mask on and then take it off the whole time while you're dining and then put it back on when you leave. That's just me. Well, I think the idea behind it is you're supposed to only be dining with people. Um, is it still from the same household or whatever? Um, but, you know, you're still limiting what you're putting out there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously you can't dine with a mask on. So you do have to take it off. However, the amount of time that you spend, which is important when it comes to transmission of the coronavirus, the amount of time that you spend sitting at the table versus maybe up and down, you got to do it. I, I went to Thai Orchid on Saturday for their buffet. And every time I got up to get a plate of food, I put my mask back on. If I got up to go to the bathroom, I put it on. And when I sat back down at the table with the fam, I took it off. You might think it's ridiculous, but it's mandated that you have it on to walk in. Rachel says she just eats outside. Someone has sent me the regulations. Thank you so much. 
servers and front of, ha of house staff shall wear masks or cloth face coverings when serving customers. So um, thank you for this. Um, uh, what's the name of this guy at Smoothie King? We're going to send him a copy of the regulations because, dude, you're breaking the law. Here it is for clarity. Um, 5A1B, servers in front of house staff shall wear masks or, clothes, or cloth face coverings while serving customers. Notwithstanding the social distancing requirements under regulation five, a person must be seated at a table in a restaurant or bar with other persons. Um, a person may be seated, sorry who does not reside in the person. So that one is still who doesn't reside in the household, okay? An owner or operator of a restaurant or bar who contravenes paragraph one, commits an offense and is liable in summary conviction for a fine of $10,000 or to imprisonment for a term of two years or to both. Okay, Mr. Smoothie King, we see how you flex in your muscles. You don't think anybody's going to do anything to you, evidently, because you go into Subway, you go into somebody else's business, you don't wear a mask. Oh, I feel like, hold on a second here. I feel this telepathic thing happening. Jackass of the day, I feel it coming. And then you have your staff not wearing masks. And, not, and this is when you're, this is when you are begging to be jackass of the day. When you're like wearing your special crown and you're like, please double crown me as jackass of the day. Hmm. Who is Gary Watler? Oh, franchise for Smoothie King. I don't know who Gary Watler is, Gary, but you just become part of the jackass of the day club. Mr. Gary Watler. Okay, we see you, Gary. Let me find the best possible photo of you so we can put it up there. With jackass of the day. Hmm. Gary Watler. Is that him? I think, is there more than one Gary Watler? This guy looks a little bit young to be him, I think. Yes, that doesn't look like the guy I just saw. I think that's another Gary Watler. You gotta be careful with these names. Gary Watler. Where is he? Hmm. We shall find you, Gary. Anybody got a picture of Gary Watler, Smoothie King? Oh, there he is. Here he is standing up with um, someone else at the Cayman Islands Classic. Short man syndrome probably is what's wrong with Gary. Mm. Yeah, someone said there's two Gary Watlers, not the one that's family to me. I think that was I think that was the one that I was just looking at, to be honest. Yeah, I see him standing in front of Smoothie King. Um, I'm trying to find one of him by himself, but it's kind of hard. He seems to like to be in photos of people. Yes, I see you, Gary. Someone said there's actually three Gary Watlers. 
Oh, I see you, Gary. I see you. <sighs> Why can't y'all just behave yourselves? I think some of y'all enjoy being jackasses of the day, to be honest. You get your little 15 minutes of fame. Mm -mm -mm. Vicky says, hi, Miss Sandy. Can you tell me if you need to make an appointment for the booster shot? No, you're supposed to just be able to go in um, if you're in the categories, they say, which is 50 and over. Um, and uh, any sort of, you know, clinically clinical issues. Carol says, stop giving Isadora airspace with her stupid comments. Well, speaking of stupid comments, let's pull up this video. Now, um, I didn't listen to the whole thing because, listen, there is a level of stupidity that at some point I just need to check out. Like my brain refuses to entertain too much stupid. But I was warned that this video has some language in it. And given how it started out, because I, I watched the first couple seconds, I'm not surprised. So strong language warning. If you are offended um, by profanity, then this is not the video for you to watch. So Tracy says employees wear masks. It's the customer that has the option to wear it. But employees are wearing the mask. Uh, at least that's what, that's when I went. That's how it seemed. When you went to wear a smoothie, um, King? Because what people are saying is um, the employees were not wearing masks. And they were serving people. And this law clearly says that um, servers in front of house staff must wear masks. And most businesses for just good common practices are saying that you must wear a mask as well. Deep Blue Sea says that entitlement mentality is hard to break, apparently. Uh, yes, Tracy. Um, <laughs> Tracy says mask saves lives. Just look at Jason from Halloween. That dude never dies. <laughs> um, it should only be outdoor dining. No more enclosed for now. Um, well, it's a, it's, it's front of, of, um, what do you call it? Front of house staff or whatever. I would consider Smoothie King, it's not a restaurant cause you're not going to sit there and, and eat anything you're getting, but it's still, it's still frontline staff, which is what the law I'm sure servers. So they do serve, right? It doesn't say I mean, I, what do you get? What do you guys think? This person is suggesting maybe there's some kind of exemption for Smoothie King. No, I think a server is a server in any food establishment. I'm sure they have a license that falls under the category of restaurant, broad license. Smoothie King doesn't get a special kind of license. Like, you know, there's still food and beverage business. Um, Evelyn says that if a customer walks inside of my shop without a mask, even though the signs are on the door, I ask them to put on their mask. If they refuse, I tell them they can't come inside with their mask. Then uh, they step out and start cussing and I don't pay them any mind. No mask, no service. You know, I have legit forgotten my mask on a few occasions and I had to go back to the car, find one, and then walk back in. Well, I would willing, I'd be willing to bet that Smoothie King is a restaurant or a bar. But you know what, Rob, since you do bring up the point, why don't we go on the DCI website and see what kind of license they have?
this is actually very, very simple. This argument, my dear friend, is a simple one to um, put to bed. So remember I told you guys, all business licenses you can get online. So um, I felt like we downloaded this one already, but let's download it again. Let's open it up. All right, control F is your keyboard shortcut for find. And then we're gonna look for Smoothie King. Smoothie King, let's enlarge it so y'all can see. BW Ventures Limited trading a Smoothie King restaurateur. Restaurateur, 30 seats. Category restaurant, boom, argument done. Yes, Rob, they are a restaurant. So you ask for receipts. There are the receipts that you're looking for. Can you see it or do I need to enlarge it more than 175%? There it is right there. Smoothie King, restaurant tour, 30 seats or less. They have a restaurant business. Um, okay. Any other questions? I see their um, license expired October 12th. I'm sure they put in their renewal. So this is Galleria Plaza. That's the one that we're talking about here. All right, child. Um, it was an interesting, minute point that Rob was trying to make. But you know what? To be fair to Rob, we believe in receipts around here. And uh, cases are won on these types of legalities. But his license says that it's a restaurant. So I think we can all agree that he should be having staff wear masks. Rachel says, I get super stressed when people come into the gym wearing a mask. It's an enclosed area and it's one of the worst plays in terms of COVID spread, I'm telling you. Right now, you could not pay me. You couldn't pay me to go to a gym. Not for any money in the world. Because of the type of business that it is. It's like you're asking for trouble. When y'all go in church and you sit on top of each other, praising the Lord and screaming and carrying on, you're asking for trouble with your no mask wearing cells and you don't want to get vaccinated. Uh, one quick note, remember a little guy yesterday, the occult guy in Jamaica? Um, child, they've been doing some digging in him and they've even found that apparently he has um, blessed the prime minister of Jamaica. He went to some service with him and he gave him some of his cultish blessings. So that was trending yesterday afternoon. And you know what else happened in Jamaica yesterday? They killed the wrong guy trying to find that child abductor. They found the guy and it wasn't him and they ended up killing the wrong guy. Let's keep it moving because it's a little bit crazy. Um, we can ask about the flight. I'll see what I can find out. Uh, Marshall, I don't think that this is the same Gary Watler, but I don't know about that situation there either. Yes, anywhere that food is being prepared, uh, Natasha says, medical facilities, masks are mandatory. I don't want spit or saliva flying all over my food as it's being prepared. Um, Alicia says, myself, work in a restaurant. I think if you're coming without the mask because you have a medical condition, you should have proof. First of all, if you got a medical condition where you can't even wear a mask, then stay behind home. Send somebody else out to do your bidding for you. All right, Rob, you satisfied? All right, we believe in receipts around here, Rob. Seems like you're new to the program, but don't worry. You'll learn how it works. 
Uh, Jonathan says make it 225%. I still can't see. Well, I took it up to I took it up to 250% because I think with 250, it's pretty clear that they're a restaurant business. <laughs> Irvin says, well, if he forgot, this is his renewal reminder. Um, Dion says, Mama, you reach your follower milestone. Congrats. Where? What follower milestone? Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, I don't know. What follower milestone? Hey, make sure that you participate in the ongoing census. Census 2021. Census. Come on, get ready. Census. Starting 10th of October 2021. Census. Where's where you're ready? Census. East end may come in. Census. Everyone may be counted. Census. 2021. Census. But in town, are you ready? Census. Georgetown may come in. Census. Your info will be secret. Not I get ready. Census. Rockers will be counted. Census. Little came on, we come in. Census. People get ready. Census. 2021 census. Papa, are you ready? Mama will be counted. Children and toddlers. 2021 Information is secret. 2021 census. Starting October 10th. 2021 census. 2021 census. 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 2021 census. Everyone counts. Do you not just love that song? I love a good song. What is it about Caribbean people? We sure love to sing. Um, so yes, we got our jackass of the day. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll post that up on the website later on. Um, what? Evelyn, well, I don't know what that comment's about. You lost me there. Oh, on Facebook? Ooh. Hold on, Dion. What's going on, on Facebook? What have we done? We reached a milestone. What kind of milestone? What does it say? Uh, I don't see Facebook telling me anything. Facebook says sometimes you miss these Facebook notifications, but I don't see anything about what did it say? Hmm. I don't see a big, I'm expecting when I go on Facebook, I should see some big flashers. You've done something special. What have we done, Dion? Tell me, because I don't see it. Uh, let me see now. How many page we have? Mm, publishing insights. Let me see if we've reached an insight that I'm missing. Uh insight tools so we have i don't know i don't see anything here uh page likes we have seventeen thousand five hundred eighty nine Followers, is it a new follower? We have 42,068. Uh, oh, it's for Irvlin. Oh, I'm sorry. 
Oh, okay. Ah, it's like a fan badge or something. I was going to say Facebook hasn't said anything to us. Um, Facebook doesn't even tell us, like, you know, when you reach 25,000, they should be like, woohoo, time to party. They're just like, keep going. You've reached 25, head for 50. So page followers, we're at 42,068. Make sure you like and follow the page if you haven't. I know some of you just tune in. But like and follow the page so you get all the notifications. Do not forget today's Thursday. So you know what happens on Thursday, folks. On Thursdays, we've got our CMR COVID Spotlight Series. This evening, we bring it back home. Local. We're going to talk about Cayman's preparedness. I think this is a big deal in advance of the announcement coming tomorrow, which we expect to hear that the borders will be opening in some form or another. So um, that's what's happening tonight. And you know what? Let me show you something. You can go on the Facebook page. Let me do another little screen share here for you. Oh, I hate when this does this. It starts like flickering the screen. I don't know why that happens. Let me refresh it. Um, but you can go on the Facebook page, folks, and um, you can actually, so this is, um, ooh, Renee just posted this, Barbados elects first um, president, because, you know, now they're uh, replaced the head of state as Queen Elizabeth. Woohoo! 207 people on Facebook listening, and uh, between you two, we have another 64 plus 6, um, what is that? 70 people. Um, oh, Cliff, oh, Cliff, honey child, Cliff is a hot mess. Um, all right, so here we go. Uh, COVID Spotlight Series, this is what's going on tonight. So how private providers are preparing for COVID. Uh, we're going to have Dr. Franco, Francisco Martinez from Integra Health. Dr. Darley Solomon from Doctors Hospital, Dr. Benoit, oh boy, what a name, Chatu Parambil from Health City. And um, so make sure that you tune in for this, but here's what you can do. When you go here, it says today at 7 p.m., this is the thing, and then you can click on get a reminder, right? So that when it goes live, you'll get a little reminder. So now my Sandra account will get a little reminder um, that it goes live. Yes, so make sure you check that out, folks. And this is the one for tomorrow. Yes. And then you can see how many people are interested in getting reminders and stuff like that. So, so do that. Click on that. That's always a great idea. Oh, my gosh. The moon last night was amazing. I had to call my daughter. She loves to look at the moon. She's, for one, she, before she could even talk, she'd be like, moon, moon. Beautiful. Um, yes, uh, Gabby, beach access trial is coming up tomorrow. I need to speak to Billy um, Adams about that. Um, but that's going to be a very, very interesting case. Trying to protect, protect beach access for all of us, which I think is very, very important. So, Irvlin, congratulations on whatever badge you've just gotten. I don't know if it's a top fan badge or what it is, but congrats. Okay, so listen. Uh, we do have to go to the port for 10 o'clock, so I'm going to try to end pretty much on time. Uh, cover your ears if you do not, if you can't take the profanity, because here you know. This woman, maybe I won't play the full thing, but she she's a little bit off. I don't know who this woman is. Does anybody know who this woman is when I show you? So she put out a video out there about COVID, and I know it's been trending. 
And that's the only reason why we're playing it. We're not trying to give her any validity in terms of like, she knows what she's talking about here, but it goes to show you how the anti-vaxxers there's different, even within the anti-vaxxers group, there's different levels of insanity, right? There's some who legitimately are like, you know, I don't know, um, this was too quick and they're not doing the right research. They're listening to people who are giving them misinformation. So there are people who've said, oh, well, it hasn't gotten full approval. Um, it's still under emergency use. That's actually completely wrong. And those people simply don't understand the language that's in the correspondence that they have. And we're trying to find a lawyer, an American pharmaceutical lawyer who can read it and break it down for y'all. Because if you're gonna, if you're gonna have a doctor interpret a letter for you, you might want to consider his or her language skill set and how good their comprehension skills are. We figure you can't get any better than a lawyer interpreting a letter because that's all they do all day. They look at all sorts of nuances and interpretations, and you know, they're pretty good. That's like that's their profession. That's what they do. Doctors, on the other hand, they may not have the best English language comprehension skills at all, especially when it comes to reading comprehension. So this video dropped yesterday at some point. Like I said, I don't know who this woman is, but she's a special kind of anti-vaxxer. Have a look. To tell everybody, Monday, join me with hundreds of other Caymanians to stand up for your children, for our children because our children is the future of the cayman islands this is our last chance to save our children you understand all right so if you do not wish to sacrifice your children to seven to one to, to seven to one strands of bacteria that they bought they have never had before and eight strands of hiv is in those injections so if you do not stand up for your children for our children the future of the cayman islands they will all die and when on it all dead who gonna help me bury on it if i could be the oldest one alive who gonna help me bury all of them when on it dead within two years the future of the cayman islands is our children do not surrender our children to seven to one strands of bacteria and eight strands of hiv do not surrender our children to piercing uh, airway to the brain and and um, causing serious infections and breathing problems. Do not surrender our children to that, okay? Stand up for our children. This is your chance. Stop thinking and letting the government think. Start thinking and stop letting the government think for you and controlling your life because I am not surrendering my children to the government. They, they already vaccinate two of my children without my permission and I am dropping a lawsuit on them for the seven to one strands of bacteria and the Eight of one strands of HIV, and it's a lawsuit on a going pickup. A big lawsuit, government go. Watch out, government. And the two dirty and wicked, and the pure, our future of the Cayman Islands. you take two shots, you want to have 25% left of your immune system to create white blood cells to save you from those diseases or harmful infections. All right, the booster shot, lock, give you seven to one strands of bacteria that your body has never seen before and eight strands of HIV. Eight fucking strands of HIV. All right, if you think about giving that to your fucking children, you retards. Wow. Stupid much. Mm -mm -mm. 
I mean, when I first started hearing this, I'm like, okay, she's, I don't, like I said, I don't know who this woman is, about her children. How many children she got? She said at least two of her has been vaccinated against their choice. Oh, God. I don't even know where to begin with this one. The, these are the Caymanians that are actually an embarrassment. Like, I can't imagine. Does she work? Is she out there acting a fool like this in the workplace and around other people? This is an embarrassment. This is when I get embarrassed to be a Caymanian. When I see a Caymanian actually get on the airwaves and does this video, now this has gone viral. And these people are sending this around. I'm sitting here shaking my head like, oh, Jesus, help me. Oh, this is a special kind of Caymanian, y'all. This is a special kind of person in general. Um, I hear her going on and on about protecting her children. I wonder what she's doing to protect her children. Like on a regular basis, I would love to hear it. But it's stupid. I hope that I hope that nobody listens to this and actually believes this baloney. Uh, this can't get more ridiculous. 71 strains of, what she said, virus or something? And AIDS? What? Oh, God. Oh, let's just take a moment to pray, y'all, because... Like, I don't know if if I laugh about this because it's so stupid or the woman seems like serious. So, I mean, she didn't seem like she was joking. So she actually believes this. What is wrong with you people? God. Okay, help me out here. Do you think that the world has gotten stupider? Like people, legit I mean, I know the answer to this from the information that's out there, but do you think people have gotten dumber? Or is it just that everybody has access, anybody can do a video now, put it up on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and it goes viral. And so it gives stupid people as well as like the people who actually know what they're talking about. Everyone has the same access. And of course the stupid shit always goes viral. That's the stuff that goes from here to East End, North Side, around the island, skipping over to Honduras, skipping to Jamaica, skipping to the US. You know, this will go all over the world because it's a special kind of stupid. So part of me was like, don't play this video. Don't give this woman any additional attention. And the other part of me is like, listen, on this show, whether I like it or not, we talk about things that are trending, things that are in the social media space. And um, you have to understand the, the kind of special people that we have around here. We do have some very, very special people, you know, Um because when we have a cult situation that pops off in Cayman, heaven forbid, but if we do, I don't want y'all to be like, oh, this is such a shock. It's not going to be a shock because I'm going to be like, um, y'all remember the day that we had the conversation about crazy people more than once? It's crazy people like that that you need to be afraid of. So Rachel says this is really sad. Min misinformation is like a virus affecting people's ability to make a balanced decision. Al Ray is just like, he's like, Lord, he don't even know what to say. He's just like, what the hell? Sarah says she's two sandwiches short of a picnic. Only two? <laughs> Sarah, you're being too kind. That's like the understatement of the century. She's a whole basket full of a... Listen, the whole basket isn't at the picnic. The picnic is just her and her phone. She left the drinks. She left the basket. She left the sandwiches that should be in the basket. Any other snacks that were in the... Everything got left. Anthony says stupidity is a crime. It should be, but we know that it isn't. Good morning, minister. How are you? 
I hope you're going to be joining me soon on Impact Wednesdays. Um, Brenda giving her a lot of credit here. She she says I'd say half a sandwich. Child, I'm not giving her any sandwiches at all. She just the, the picnic, not half. <laughs> Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan says I think that information is on the fourth page of Google somewhere at the bottom. <laughs> Strands. Oh, she she didn't say streams. I child, are y'all gonna make me listen to this again? She says strands. To tell everybody. Everybody. Monday. Yes. Join me with hundreds of other Caymanians to stand up for your children, for our children, because our children is the future of the Cayman Islands. This is our last chance to save our children. You understand? All right. So if you do not wish to sacrifice your children to seven to one to, to seven to one strands of bacteria that oh lord she did say strands <laughs> listen when you talk about saving your children i i honestly hope young lady whoever you are that you're saving your children with something called an education give them a chance and not being so ignorant in life because damn girl life must really be hard for you if you're that ignorant Life must be extra hard for you. I'm sorry. I mean, I just can't. I just can't say it any other way. DNA strands. What a hot mess. So someone, let me read some of the, some of the Facebook uh, WhatsApp comments. Um, says, just saying, if she needs to bury folks, <laughs> do you have to play it? Uh, because for every dumbass that's making a video, there's a crowd of dumbasses saying, you go, girl. Uh, you do have to play it. Yes, unfortunately. Um... Oh, Facebook is telling people that they've reached their anniversary. Oh, is that a new thing? I've never heard of a follower anniversary before. Facebook is always adding new things. So Marshall has a top fan badge plus, and somebody just sent this to me. Thank you for sharing this. Um, he, it says plus one. So maybe he's reached a Facebook anniversary as well. They're always rolling uh, things out. Instagram has rolled out a lot of changes actually this week. Um, Mm, 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 mm. So this person says Smoothie King in Galleria Plaza. I would not trust getting anything from Smoothie King now. If they're not wearing their mask, they're not sanitizing properly. Ah, thank you for the photo of him. That will be your jackass of the day. Um, very good. Whew, what a hot mess. Yes. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. Anyway, um, <laughs> yes, let, let's pray that this woman's children get educated because, Lord, if that stupidity is rubbing off on them, I don't know what to say. Uh, Irvlin, um, Larry says she lives out where the bushes don't, where the buses don't run. <laughs> Uh, COVID has, says Flashpoint, exposed extended mental health problems we have across the world. Uh, I don't know if it's mental health or what, but conspiracy theories sound simple, uh, dramatic, and make people feel emotional, so they respond. Reality is medical science is complex and requires a lot of understanding, and people don't want to take the time to learn. 
They just forward the drama videos and don't sit and read the intelligent articles explaining the science. I find that a lot. I find a lot of people just accepting like foolishness. And then when you start to dig a little bit and question things, they're like, oh, you're, you're stressing me out. You're bullying me. And it's like uh, correct information bullies you. Oh, Miss Brenda says meaning only half a sandwich away from being 100%. Yeah, Leroy. Oh, Larry says the cheese fell off of her sandwich a long time ago. Shout out tight, a girl not got no sandwich. None at all. Um, what a hot mess. So congratulations to all of you who are getting your little anniversary badges today. Like I said, this must be something new at Facebook. It says follower anniversary. Marshall is the top fan badge. Miss Brenda got a follower anniversary. Um, kudos, kudos, kudos. Ervalyn, what did you get today? Well, Irvlyn has been a top fan from day one, child. So maybe she got a follower anniversary. Um, Rachel says um, she's got a follower anniversary here in her thing. So nice. Congrats, everybody. Facebook giving out all sorts of accolades this morning. Woohoo. Uh, good for them. Beautiful. Um, Leroy says it said it's just mayo and bits of meat. Not even Sarah. Good morning again. I would be sending social services to her house to check on her children. I know what you mean, child. Cause when I heard her talk about, um, or oh, the future and her children, I was like, Ooh, she's got children. How many children are we talking about here? Cause I'm afraid for them. Um, yes, very, very afraid. And just because you grew up in an ignorant household doesn't mean that you're going to end up that way, by the way. So kids, there is hope for you. You've got to pay attention in school and um, try to work past the ignorance. Yeah? Mm-mm-mm. What a hot mess, Lord Jehovah. Jesus, take the wheel. That's all I can tell you. Mm, mm, mm. Um, okay, so the situation in the UK, um, let's talk about that tomorrow. We didn't really get uh, too far with it this morning, I'm afraid. Let's talk about it tomorrow. Uh, press briefing tomorrow, Friday at 1 p.m. Okay, I erroneously said earlier that it was today. It's actually Friday. What else we got? We're going to go to the port now and see um, what's going on there. And uh, we will certainly ensure that we keep you guys updated. We'll probably do a live stream on location. All right, so... Um, as of tomorrow morning, I'm going to start eating breakfast. I need to sort, I need to go grocery shopping and sort out things that I can eat in the morning. Um, Cause yes, the goal is 50 pounds. Now it's not easy to take off 50 pounds. I suppose it was a lot easier to put it on, <laughs> but definitely not easy to take it off. So uh, we will stay committed. Join me on the journey. Anybody else needs to lose 10, 15, 25, 30, 50 pounds. We can do it. Uh, Sue got an anniversary. I think that's a new thing that they're introducing. Anniversary badges. 
what does it say anniversary follower or something i think this is new they have a milestone follower oh, facebook is always doing something um no they actually introduced them august of 2019 that's when that was launched okay all right my good people y'all have a beautiful beautiful day today um work hard get some rest in between eat a little bit smarter i'm gonna try the 80 20 rule so 80 percent of the time i'm gonna try to really really be good and then there's that little 20 percent you know i'll try but might slip up al says you can do it take a before picture Ooh, yes get naked and take a before picture we can see all the rolls and the rumbles and then Hopefully, afterwards, we were looking nice and suave. All right, uh, my lovely people, you guys have a beautiful and blessed day today. Um, keep an eye out for the wanted man if you live particularly in the Prospect area. I suspect that he's probably on foot. So um, don't pick anybody up if you can help it. Um, if you see him, do not approach him. Call the authorities. Just call the police, child. Yeah? That's it. Ervalyn, Loretta, Al, Miss Sue, Wee Wee, Leroy, Sarah, Miss Brenda, Rachel. Who else? We got Dion, Flashpoint, El Ray, Jonathan for his comedic comments, Anthony, uh, Juanita, Sherry Ann, everybody, Miss Gabby. Everyone have an absolutely blessed day today. Big shout out to the Cayman Islands, Alzheimer's and Dementia Association. They do a wonderful job um, working with those particular causes. They had a seniors um, day yesterday where they get the seniors together and they do arts and crafts and all sorts of wonderful things because keeping your seniors engaged and busy is really, really important for their mental and physical health. Right? You got to keep the brain working. The brain is like any other muscle. You see what happens when you don't work it out. You, you, you come, become stupid. So keep your brain working. Encourage your seniors to do crossword puzzles because that helps the brain. Um, read, go out and socialize, interact with people. And uh, they had such a fabulous time yesterday. I don't know if you guys saw the video that we posted on social media, but go check it out. They were able to have a little bit of lunch together. Uh, thank you, Miss Heather, for always supporting all of the initiatives with the seniors um of the cayman islands so this is older person's month as well so please do not forget older person's month tune in tonight 7 p.m uh we will see you guys then and have an absolutely wonderful day tuning in to another edition of the cold hard truth make sure to check facebook for showtimes and more information and the latest news at caymanmarlroad.com subscribe to our ig and facebook pages to get the latest happenings 